bright and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 7, Episode 7. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. And we should hopefully have Abbas with us shortly, but hopefully. who knows? <laughs> yes, hopefully. Fantastic start. Um, we're going to go straight into it. So we've been on fire on the road this season, Spurs. So what I want to know is what is your best away day? Or what is an away day? If you haven't been to many, what's an away day that you wish you'd been at? Wish I'd been. Yeah, if there's not if there's not one that springs to mind where you're like, oh, that was a quality away day. Obviously, the Arsenal three two, um, that that is the one that you just see everybody there and you just wish wish you were there. But I mean, they're all the classic ones. I don't want to know about the classic ones. Obviously, you wish you were at Inter Milan. Obviously, you wish you were away to see Crouch score. Obviously, you were at, wish you were away to see us beat Man United three two. All of mm. them. Um, my best one is when, uh, led by the Fighting Cop, we went away to the underhill to watch Tottenham play Arsenal. We beat them 1-0 in the last game of the Cup. Uh, we took about 2,000 people down there. They took, I mean, all credit to the final And this was youth team as well. Youth team, it was free to get in. As we got the, so the underhill was Barnet's ground. Barnet played their last ever game there on the Saturday. We went down on the Monday and played the actual last game there. So That's it was the last game. No one was tearing apart, it was just amazing. Because yeah. it's a great old little stadium. And usually at these games, 200 people turn up max, usually just friends and family and some coaches. We took over two whole stands. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. On the yeah. train on the way in the pub, you could hear it. All the songs uh, from the um, pub right next to the, the tube station. The ground's really close to the tube station. Went in and it was free. And it was proper flares. Shoes off if you love Tottenham. Sit yeah. down, turn around. Can you imagine yeah. what them youth team players... They well, must Harry have been still talks What is it. going on like here? The this is Cop, but I will always give credit to Fighting Cop for that. Um, and the other thing is, like, there was um, what's the pl- my brain's gone very tired. The uh, one who looked like Bale, Kenny McAvoy. Yeah, his yeah. parents were there. And so one way we were saying, you know, there's only two Gareth Bales. Um, his parents <laughs> were loving it. Brilliant. Like, he's literally his mum and his sister were there. If he's got a sister, whoever it was, it might be his missus, whatever. But it's just nice to have that that connection with yeah. him. And when they scored and came and celebrated, we went mental. I just that was a brilliant. I was That's there with my best mates. Mate, it's properly good. My first one, Everton away, where. They scored two in the last like minute. Oh, remember, yeah. it was um, Clint Dempsey for Tottenham. Clint Dempsey deflected, correct, and then it was the one we bought Pinar, and then the their crap. Yelovich is the one. That was. Crap. It was. Do you remember when they first got him? He was amazing. He was just going on in one touch finishes, and everyone was like, "What a player! Yeah. He's going to go for thirty mil," and then he didn't score for about a year. It's weird when that happened. Very strange. Um, but I loved our, our away day to West Brom. Hopefully, going to replicate it this. That was season. fantastic. One, that one. Was. We just had a great. It's just a great time. Oh, oh hello. Oh, there he is. Would you like bring Hannah to say hi? There's a, there's a hi. girl. Fantastic. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm just going to say hi. I can't join you. We're live. Oh, we're, we're recording now. Nice. We've started. Oh, hello. As professional as ever. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite way day? Um, never been speaking to mine. Never had an away day. Oh, that, that was crap. See, See you later. later. See you later. Have fun. <laughs> Amazing. That is. Not, not had an away day. No. That's the first time I've ever seen you with a woman that isn't running away from you. Have you learned yeah. the language to impress her as well? No. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> she didn't speak English. Language of football. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, West Brom, we had a great time going out to West Brom. We drew 1 1, didn't we? I was in the home end, you were in the way. Deli Ali scored. Deli Ali scored. And the, the, all the setup for their goal came down my side. And I turned to them and I said, They're going to score. And they did, right in front of you, if I remember. Yeah, right well, so it was uh, McLean on the end of it. Darren Fletcher cross. You know, what, what was the score in the game? Was it 3 all or 1 all? 1 all. 1 all. You know, last season. Three, that, no, it was a couple of seasons ago. The 3 all, all, that was a mental game. We went 3 0 down. Came back. Um, Tactics Tim. But it's like, when, oh, <laughs> when you, it's like when you go on holiday, you know, they say you go away for the big stuff, but you remember the little stuff, you remember the little details, the people you meet. That that was the stuff. It was your brother dropping his chips all in the floor. It was Not just his chips, everyone's <laughs> chips <laughs> in the back and of the car. Not he just weird. said, leave it. <laughs> and and he, yeah, and your dad just We did pick it up. 60 miles an hour down the because that's what he likes. He was happy with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> my best away day, I went to, speaking of tactics, Tim, his first game in charge. Southampton. Southampton. Okay. Yeah. Knowledge. Yeah, absolute knowledge. We went 1 0 down after about five minutes. Adi Boyle scored two. Ben Lab's debut. Ben, ben Lab come off the bench Jeez. because Moussa Dembele went off injured. I'm played 4 4 2. Christian Eriksen played centre midfield with Nabil Ben Lab. And we bossed it. Adi Boyle got two. There was an own goal. It's brilliant. That was a absolute, Was that the game where Sadado put an absolutely delicious cross? Unbelievable. I remember ball that game. Adeboyor 
tore it tore, tore apart yeah, in a way he did and he bossed it he pointed to his back didn't he I hate you when plays yeah, yeah. and we played classic like Saturday league football where our centre offs got on and just lumped it to Adebayor and they just yeah. couldn't handle it that was a great away day uh, any any more from you? Any, have you have you done any? Or you're going to do Madrid, right? I'm going to do Madrid. That'll be amazing. That's your first away tickets. game. Got tickets from Madrid. Are you, are you in the Spurs then? No, I'm in the away end. So well, you, well so I've done one away days. So I've done Arsenal, but I was in the Emirates. Uh, in, in the uh, I would imagine <laughs> you were at the Emirates if you if you've <laughs> done Arsenal away. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I did. I did the Emirates last season, but like in the Arsenal end. Oh, disgusting. That was one all, right? It's one all. It's quite quiet though, like it's not offensive. Like I've done West Ham away, that was awful. I've only ever seen us lose away at West Ham 1 0. Awful, awful life. My worst away day Wigan 1 Tottenham 0. Manuel Figueroa in injury time. Oh. Why would you want to go up there? Uh, oh, just Spurs, why yeah. not? Yeah, I've been, I've been to Wigan twice. Oh. I saw a 1 0 loss, went back the following season, drew 0 0. Can I say that that is what I miss about the Europa League, like going away to crap grounds. I didn't go to many, but I always wanted to. I, I want the possibility to go away to FC AK forty seven or you know Sheriff Sheriff one of those farmers. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Um, <laughs> next up, so this is actually a question that came in on Twitter from mm-hmm. Bryce Eddy. Ah, oh, Bryce. Yeah, Brycey, Brycey boy. Hey, Bryce. Um, he said he wakes up for our league games. Uh, Anywhere from six to eleven thirty a.m. And Lazy, I get before. <laughs> <laughs> game day experiences vastly different from ours. <laughs> Can you speak about your typical match day experience? Got a bit of coffee, Jack. Uh, yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, he'd love to share his match day routines in the future. Thanks, guys. Hi, Paul, as well. Oh, oh, lovely, nice lovely message. Amazing. And that was a long time friend of the show. That was across two different tweets as well. So he could have gave up halfway through it and been like, "Was that before all the character limit went up to two after?" So he's done well there. Keener, fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> too keen. If anything, do you want to go first or about your match day experience? Yeah, can I, can I talk? I'd rather talk about <coughs> White Hart Lane because I've, I've yeah. I've well, let's talk about Wembley. both. So why not do both? I'll do. So I loved pre-game at White Hart Lane. So I'm not one to get there four hours early and get boozed up, but I loved because you can't hack it. I don't quite call, but <laughs> but it was uh, it was probably like get up. I had to, so I live north of London, I live half an hour north of London in Hertfordshire which there's a lot of Arsenal where I am because it, all the, the people move out so if you go into Essex there's a lot of West Ham, yeah. if you go north there's a lot of Arsenal, there's a lot of um, Spurs there as well but it's mainly Arsenal so I used to catch the train down and then you'd slowly pick up more Spurs fans, I love seeing that, get off at Finsbury Park, now Finsbury Park when you get off you have to, you pass the Emirates if you carry on going, it's the last stop before you get into London King's Cross and you pass the Emirates. Um, and as you get off into Finsbury Park, there's signs to Arsenal Football Club. Um, so it is proper Arsenal territory yeah. that, but you don't have to get out of the station, you go on the tube, one stop up, get out to Seven Sisters. I love that walk up the steps at Seven Sisters, you get out, there'd always be some stalls out there selling some Afro hair stuff, not being funny, because um, it's just it's a very black area, and so there'd always be black hairdressers, black clothes sellers, and it, it's it's a wonderful thing to they see. They did that amazing market, didn't they, down by Seven Sisters as well? We used to go there all the time for games, just food markets. Food market, it, it's just a wonderful place when it's daylight. But when you and then you walk up Seven uh, Tottenham Road, and it was twenty it's, minutes. It's about twenty minutes. It's, 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 it's further than you think. It doesn't. Yeah. So like, so we're not. So I don't normally. <coughs> walk up there because I don't need to because yeah. I live, you live, well, I live close, well close to the ground but on, mo- on on occasion I picked up friends from Seven Sisters to walk down it's a lot longer than you think it would be yeah, it, yeah. It, you feel like a five ten minute walk but it's easily 20 minutes yeah like properly t- and it's along uh, just a high street that doesn't have a big um, pavement like there are people just hanging around outside banks outside fruit shops outside clothes shops on bikes on bikes um, mopeds and that's one thing, I, I was reading a, a, a forum post and they were talking about what are things that people who don't go to games don't know about Spurs and Tottenham is an incredibly deprived area, like yeah. we're not, like you go to Cardiff for example, Cardiff, the Millennium Stadium is in the middle of the town centre, you walk out you're in the middle of the town centre, Chelsea is in Fulham, it's in an incredibly posh area, Tottenham is an incredibly deprived area. Um, and so it's rough, like it's genuinely rough. You take a wrong turn off the high street, it's, it's a rough area. Full of life though, like full of characters. Yeah, definitely. It's a real melting pot. There's a pub which I'd always go to, maybe for one, but I just love that walk and suddenly the ground just appears and it, it, it did look like a bit of a hole and that was my pre-match ritual. It was find my shirt, 
get down there, get up there, maybe meet someone, just get in, and it was it was wonderful. Wembley is awful. You, it's the same train journey. You get on a longer tube that takes about twenty minutes, and you get to Wembley Park, and in just walk in but they've designed it so the walk from Wembley Park tube station to actual Wembley is not easy to get off it you can do it but it's mainly it's been you mm. feel like it's been super designed to keep you on a one way path into the ground there's that wicked fan zone though halfway up Wembley way on the right I don't know if you've been to it, it. no it, what, what, I don't think it was there for Swansea so I, was it, I wasn't at the Swansea game I, it wasn't there but there, like when the NFL's there yeah fan, the, it's great when the NFL's there because you can spend like two hours outside going to all the different stuff but um, it's soulless at the moment. I hope that fan zone comes back because that was there for the Chelsea game yeah, yeah, yeah. and for the Dortmund game yeah. as well and, and that's wicked and there's yeah. literally like all different stalls with beer and food and all that and you just wander around just do whatever but it's just packed with Spurs fans all buzzing about being go. I, I actually quite like Wembley, I think I'm in the minority still. I like getting off the Wembley <coughs> Way walk, seeing the arch, all of that. I, I, I embrace it. The I, giant I, pictures and the team. I, I quite like it, I think it's pretty good. What do you think? Disagree. You don't like you don't not a Wembley fan. I absolutely hate Wembley. Really? I hate it. So um, what what so what is it about? Is it because you're comparing it to what? I'm comparing it to Art Lane, and I'm comparing my my journey time and home. For me, from White Hart Lane was ten minutes. What is if it now? Yeah. Now it's about an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty. So it's like the good. So the good. So like, if I went to the Lane and you know we we lost. I could be in bed crying 20 minutes later. Now you're just crying no, on the tube. No, I was crying on the tube and like... <laughs> Nothing to do with the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, it's just, it's just so long. It really is. And then the walk is... I don't really mind the walk up Wembley Way because then you start it's, building yeah, the excitement. Yeah. But it's just a whole... Absolutely everything. Like getting into the ground is a ball ache. Um, getting out of the station is horrible. Trying to get on a train once, yeah, once the game is finished. And it's amazing how, like, even even if you leave like one or two minutes early, forty thousand other people got the same idea as you. Yeah, yeah. So you even if you're leaving a couple of minutes earlier, it's still ramping yeah. You see, I think I've got a really good seat because well, when I come up Wembley Way to walk in towards the ground, I'm literally the first gangway. So when this the is, game ends, this is worth saying. I pretty much skip all of the queues. It's the ramp to Wembley. Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. The ramp to Wembley. If you're coming up Wembley Way, it then splits in two and takes you round to the half to yeah. three and nine o'clock effectively. So if you want to get out, it's not best to be in the southernmost point. It's best to be at three. Slightly, and nine slightly at the yeah. side, which is where I'm, I think I'm block J, one three seven. I tried it, it didn't work. But I, my seats at Club Wembley, so I go straight through the middle, go up the escalators, pass the. Um, inside it, I mean posh seats. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. But it, be great, it is nice. It's, I mean, the seats are amazing. There's a gin bar, there's a popcorn bar. Yeah. You get beer in two minutes. I went at half time. There's no waiting. But there's a popcorn bar and there's a gin bar. You know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because I used to sit in the North Lower at White Hot Lane, which was the Paxton, which was a family stand, which yeah. was not the notorious section for the atmosphere. That was if you wanted atmosphere and a bit of aggression, you'd go yeah, down the park lane. Whereas what? Because where I got my season tickets at Wembley, initially they put me down the other end of the ground, but I said, no, we want to move and be yeah, the other, yeah. we want to be away from the away fans. We're actually in with all the people that used to sit in the park lane. Yeah. So the atmosphere where we're in Wembley is fantastic. If you, yeah, yeah. between blocks 130 to 137, behind that goal, atmosphere's brilliant. It's as good as what I've seen from going to Spurs. So I, I absolutely That's love it. Like when 50, 60,000 people get beyond Spurs, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, but when it's over the other side, the songs go at different paces because by the time you've heard it and sung it, and the time the sounds travel back, that's a bit weird. But like, Wembley's always been. Once you're in your seat, it's great. Yeah, it's I think so. The only thing that I still struggle with slightly is the red seats. I still find that a little bit weird, but there's nothing we can do about that. No, no, no. But even people that don't enjoy Wembley as the match day experience, you've got next season. We're back at the lane. You've got that to look forward to. So all, all the stuff that you just talked about that you love doing. That's, it's not gone. Like you've got it again. Let's talk about the two experiences, right? So yeah. yeah um, so good question, though, right? Yeah, great question. That. And it also leads on to a question that Chris Carter sent in as well, which was: Are we genuinely nervous when we play at Wembley? Is it a coincidence that we haven't had a good record and, and that we've been smashing it away? Do we feel a bit freer when we play away from home? Or is it just a coincidence and we've been a little bit unlucky at home? I feel like we, so yeah, a bit of both actually. So we have been unlucky, especially against Chelsea. Um, but what? I've seen is that our build-up play is just a lot slower at Wembley. It's a lot slower, and is that because we're the home team? 
it's because we're Tottenham Hotspur at Wembley. Like everybody wants to come play at Wembley. Like yeah. it's a day out at Wembley. Look at those Swansea fans. They don't get to go to Wembley often. They do against us, and they just Swansea. Swansea did exactly the same to us. They did against West Ham. They just put men, not all their men, but they they just defended. I think. I think we'll smash Bournemouth. Liverpool will be a different thing. You look at what we did against Dortmund. Mm. I, I, I don't think there's a Wembley who do. I don't think we're nervous. I just think Wembley changes teams. Well, what I think players. is funny is we've had one defeat at Wembley in the league this season to Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea have lost twice at home. Yeah. And yet there's there's well, nothing there's the, the exactly. But, the but, but my point is there's no talk about oh Chelsea dreadful at home blah blah. It's just. There's a lot of media stuff against Spurs like that. It's just what I think you have to accept it as a Spurs fan that a lot of people don't like us because we're actually quite good now, and yeah. I, I think that's that's really just. What I it think is. everyone is an anti-Semite. That's that's <laughs> that's it. That that is the that's the only answer that I could think. That's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable statement. <laughs> Allegedly, <Yeah. laughs> we've got three games to talk about because there wasn't a podcast last week. Yeah, my fault. I had it down on Tuesday. I had to move it for work, and then no one could do Thursday. So. Yeah, loads. So we've got my fault. All my fault. We've got enough. West Ham, Apple, and Huddersfield to talk about. So, start with West Ham. West Ham, which was quite a nice afternoon. Oh man, I loved it. I loved the fact that we let them think they were going to get into it. They're two because we had um, Sam on. Have you listened to it? Yeah. yeah. Sam from my team was West Ham fan. He came in um, and said he was really annoyed because they only had two shots on target, but three because um, Chicharito had that one which Lloris uh, saved. That was it. Like they, it, it was not a close game. It, ma- it was made to look closer than it was. Aurier is an idiot, but mm. so I so with on surge. Um, I I was messaging a mate, and I was like, "What's her name?" Was it thinking it was just here? No, no. Um, so um, and we were talking no, about how um, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how. So I, I was like. His position does worry me, and as soon as I said that, twenty seconds later he got second yellow for a stupid, stupid. Yeah, it was silly. It was silly when it. His position is in front of the ball for a while. it's it's it's, it is worrying. We have replaced Carl Walker with a cheaper Carl Walker. I don't. I think he looks like a good player. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's Carl Walker. (laughs) But see, you know, it's so like he made a he made a he made a monumental error in the first half where he let Anatovic get. He missed the ball completely, and if it wasn't for his pace, which got him out of trouble, and out of which was a through and go, and probably would have scored. Mm. Um, so that was a tackle. That was it's a great tackle. Yeah, it it's a great tackle. tackle. But you've got to think about why he made that tackle is because of an error he made to begin with. He's cut and paste for um, Carl Walker. Like it's exactly the same. Score. I think in his defence, one thing that we do that was, that was his Premier League day difference, wasn't it? That was. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't rehearsed either, <laughs> was it? I've got one in um, <laughs> um, It was his Premier League debut, and it's West Ham away, so I'm like, he was. He would have been nervous if we'd have been playing anyone. Yeah. And being a Derby, yeah. like, I'm not. It was stupid, the red card and all that, but he was probably just a little bit on edge. And I like that he's very aggressive when he defends. That he doesn't give his winger or his forward over his marking a second. He's straight in their face, straight on them. I, I think he looks like a good player. I think he looks like an upgrade on Walker. I would to be honest. Him all day long. I'd much rather him. I'd much rather him and then whatever the remaining changes, twenty-five mil to spend on oh, Sanchez all day easily, long. Carl, easily. Watch Carl Walker now. We don't have the bias. Watch him for England. He's dreadful. Yeah, he's, he's not. Dreadful. He's not had a great start at City. No. I still think he's he's a quality player. player. I, I, yeah. I do. Um, but just going back to like, the, the West Ham game. As soon as it went one nil. That was it. You sort of knew, like, we've got this. That was great, that goal as well. That, that was the header, wasn't it? Ericsson's pass to Deli Alley. Great ball, great round, great cross. And but the fact he played it with his left foot rather than his right foot, so the angle was more direct, so Deli could just hit it right. He didn't have it. to break stride either, oh, when he was er- running. Ericsson is our best player this season so far. Like, it, it's, it's amazing how underrated he is, even though he's incredibly rated. Oh. But I think with the West Ham games, you think of the games that where we've struggled against them, even the three two that we've won at White Hart Lane, we've gone behind in all them games and that's when playing West Ham's difficult when you yeah, go a goal down because they just get everyone behind the ball, they've got a bit of pace wired and, and it, it, it can damage teams. Whereas as soon as you get in front and you say to them, right, come on then, you've got to attack us now, which they, I thought they were really naive and they actually then went for it at 1-0 and yeah, you're like, just yeah. stay in the game. Just stay in the game until 70 minutes don't and bring then Carroll on either bring, there were so many better choices than Carroll like especially against the back three as well you just I've, I think they were a little bit naive I mean it was great don't get me yeah. wrong like we battered them and it 
probably should have been 5-6-0 not 3-2 any of the penalties were penalties maybe the handball but definitely not that push on Carroll no chance if that was in the first 10 minutes they would not care if that is a foul then every time anyone goes near anyone in the game it's a free kick it's a contact sport like Oh, it's funny. We all play football. If you're going in for a tackle, you're going for Eddie. You expect there to be a bit of contact. Like it's a semi-contact sport. That's like just that's yeah. That, that's, that, that's just the way it is. But well, well. Uh, sorry, sorry. Just on West Ham. Special shout to Winks and Lorente, who I thought did very well coming on in the last ten minutes. Especially Lorente come on and started mixing it, didn't he? he was like getting a bust well, out of Fernandez. Time. Yeah, absolutely. Like his hold-up play in that in those ten minutes when we when we were three-two down. Oh, oh sorry. And we had about eight, nine minutes to kick cool off. Was so good. Was got a so good. Crush on him, like you genuinely do have a main crush on him. Though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And but he wins so many good free kicks. You yeah. know what I mean? The ball go up to him, there's nothing on, and he'll just there'll be a bit of contact, he'll go down free kick, and then everyone gets sixty yards up the pitch. It's so effective. Exactly what you want yeah. from a mature striker. I, I love him. Or Vincent Janssen's at two and two for uh, Fenerbahce. He's got the win he's, against Besiktas, didn't he? Found his level. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Both penalties? No, open play. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. Change man. Oh, Polinho has found his level, obviously. So, on that, so I saw Polinho play for Barcelona 10 days or so ago. He was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely bossed it. I couldn't believe it. Who, who had playing? Girona? Uh, Ibar. Girona from Italy? That's Genoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Backfired, didn't it? <laughs> But he was unbelievable. Oh. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Who is this? This guy in midfield? He looked anyway." Well, he, and he looked—he's got a beard now. Like he looks like a different man. I just, yeah, I the one that great. got away. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, Apoel was the next one, which was a massive, massive game in our group. We've beaten Dortmund, and you think if you want to get out of the group, you've got to be taking six points off of them home and away. Like yeah. that—that's an absolute must. If you drop points, then it's going to be a struggle. It wasn't. I don't think as easy as the scoreline made it look. No. And they had a lot of chances. A lot of chances. <laughs> a Lurice, lot of chances. There was where he bounced it off Sanchez. Oh <laughs> my God. And then he just did a real nonchalant jog back as well, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? It was like, that's wide. Um, but yeah, they, they probably should have gone 1-0 up. They could have equalised. They really could have equalised at 1-0. But I think they said it in the, the post-match analysis Kane's difference when you've got someone like that who when a chance falls to him third, bang it's in the back of the net that third goal was a thing of absolute beauty which one was that? Uh, the header, the header. They, were, it was, they were all brilliant yeah. Like even the first one Alderweireld played a ball along What's the ground our centre back along the ground to our centre forward and he's in back of the net one and that finish was very much similar to the Huddersfield first so yeah, calm. yeah 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 People were saying, oh, it feels a bit like a Europa League game, and it, it did, it did, yeah. like, it, but then you're right, Kane is the difference. That is what it is, and you, I don't know about you, but that first goal, when he was put through, yeah. there, there was no other outcome than that's in the back of the net, like, you yeah. just know he's so clinical, whenever he gets a chance like that, you just think, if, if you're playing in the Spurs team and came through one-on-one, you might as well just turn around and walk back to halfway along, because yeah. it's in the back of the net. It's like Lineker, Lineker didn't miss yeah. one-on-ones, it, it, it's exactly the same, he's a new Lineker. But what I liked in that game as well is, we went 4-4-2, which I haven't seen the Spurs for ages, another option, Lorente is the target man when he come yeah. on, Kane just sort of... Not really playing number 10, but had a license to drop in if he wanted to. That looked great as well. And that's another option for us, which is just good to have, right? In certain games where you might be struggling or Kane might not really get that much space. Put Lorente on. I know we said about how great that third goal was. Lorente is occupying both centre halves. Yeah. And if he's not there, Kane doesn't make that run, doesn't have the space, ball's not in the back of the net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was such a mature performance for me that. It's a perfect away performance. <laughs> Especially with half the team. Couldn't have, yeah, exactly. There were lots of injuries as well. I thought Winks was superb in that game as well. Um, oh, yeah. It was the complete away performance. Like, there's nothing really more it you was, can say. It was like it was just like the perfect alignment of stars, so to speak. Like, Apple was, like, luckily it wasn't a Madrid away or a Dortmund away. It was Apple away where we could not necessarily take them lightly. But if we had a few out, it wasn't necessarily yeah. going to be the end yeah. of the world. Um, because even with a few out, we'd, you'd still say that we'd have more quality than yeah. they than they did. Um, so yeah, it's a perfectly great performance. Yeah, I think so. And it's just massive. We're on six points in the group. 
Dortmund are on none because they lost to Madrid. It just puts us in such a strong position now. It's like the worst case scenario now that happens the next two games is that we lose home and away to Madrid and they Dortmund beat Apoel home and away and we're level on points. That's the worst case. You'd think there's a good chance that there might be a draw somewhere. Yeah. We might draw against Madrid in one of the games or Dortmund might drop points somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You think actually that, that probably I will mean, that, that's quite likely to happen. It's gonna come down to the game at Dortmund. Which even if it's the worst case, what I've just said, we lose the next two, they win the next two. They've got to beat us. Yeah, yeah. They've got to score three. They have to beat us in that game. The draw for us is fine, and that means yeah. that then they're relying on us to lose at home to Applewell, which sure you wouldn't happen. expect to happen. So, really, like, I think we're in such a strong position in the group now that we can go to that Dortmund game, even if we're level on points, and say to Dortmund, you've got to beat us tonight, we'll play you on the counter attack. I'm confident of getting somebody into Real Madrid. Totally confident. Even, but even if we got one draw, one yeah, that's loss. What I'm that, that, that's a bonus because you wouldn't expect anyone really to get anywhere near Madrid this is this is what they live for this is what Jan wakes up and has been dreaming and training in the last five years he's been with us for but playing away at the Bernabeu all he wants to do is stop Ronaldo that's what, and Kane wants to score away at the Bernabeu for Tottenham that's what they want to do this is the pinnacle of their career do you know what worries me about the Madrid game a little bit I know it's not still for a while Ramos just leaving one on Kane and just completely taking him out because that's what he does doesn't he when he comes up against a good centre forward Oh, he's nasty and he yeah, just yeah. Yeah, died Dice absolutely Ramos. leave one on him wouldn't he but I'm confident I'll be I don't want to jinx but I'll be really really disappointed if we didn't get out of the group now after that yeah, start yeah, me too um, we followed that up with Huddersfield so they've only conceded three goals this season right this season they've played some decent teams so to get four is an absolute and it wasn't just four we battered them yeah. <laughs> it was a proper mature holding your head against the midget and just, just <laughs> kicking it in the bollocks over <laughs> and over and over again they did. They literally had nothing no and what I, I was talking on Twitter before the game and actually said that I thought it was going to be a tight game I thought we'd edge it but I thought Why it was no? going to be a tight but, game is that you who yeah. in charge of the Twitter yeah, thing? yeah. I, I said I, I think we'll win but I think it'll be a tight game because, because all of the Huddersfield performances they've been difficult to beat I mean credit where credit is due they did take the game to us in the first nine ten minutes, and that, and that goal did. The came the first goal came from a mistake from yeah, yeah. whoever it was, and it sort of like just knocked the stuffing out of them. Yeah. But the first ten minutes, you know, they did well. They were pressing. They had a shot on target. Uh, Hugo parried it away. Um, so yeah, so I actually, on the basis of the performance from Huddersfield, I I see them staying up. If they play like that. Yeah. There's no like there's no there's no shame in losing to a good side four yeah, 0 yeah, yeah. but having played the way they played. It's yeah. not like they were terrible. And that's a bonus game for Huddersfield, isn't it? Tottenham at home is yeah. a bonus game that that's not games that they're even worried about. At the start of the season when their managers looked at the fixtures, he's looked at all the when they play the top six and just written them off and gone, they're yeah. all defeats. I'm not gonna if I get anything out of any of them games as a bonus, I have to beat Palace, I have to beat Swansea, Newcastle. They're the games that matter to them. It doesn't matter if they pick up a point, fantastic. If not, it's what everybody expects. We, Winks was great, I thought. I thought he's fabulous. Now, Sissoko, are we going to talk about Sissoko? Yeah. Is he a good player now? No, he's not. No, he just looks better than he was. He's not a, He's not brilliant. He is doing bits well, but he's, he's doing what you would expect a player who plays for Stoke to do, or a player who plays for Arsenal or Man United. Well, not Man United anymore, but... Not Everton. He would look good in an Everton side. He doesn't look good in a Tottenham side. If he keep, if he sustains this level and he plays this for the whole season, would you be happy with that? Yeah. Come the end of the season. Yeah, because he's 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 not necessarily the first one on team sheet, um, but he's played like the last three or four games and he's done a job. He's give what he's given us is just another option. Yeah. Yes. He's not a first. Like I, I think he's actually been really, really good, especially the game against Everton that we won. I know he missed that really he, good chance. He was really good against Everton. And I, I, he's even just another option. Even against West Ham as well, actually. I think he's getting better. He's not yeah. He's getting better. But had an assist against um, Applewell. Yeah, and he scored. He bundled. He, he got was his in goal. The, he was in the. I'm a big believer that football is a game about chances only. Like they, there's lucky goals and like, but the quality teams create more chances to be lucky and he was in the right place he created this chance to be lucky so I don't care if it was bundled over or whatever it's his goal he did well to be there but you want for games against Real Madrid against Chelsea Man United Liverpool you want the best players playing in their best position 
I wouldn't have Sissoko on the pitch because he's fine. He's fine against Huddersfield, but that, that's why you can't compare the performance against Huddersfield to a performance against Chelsea because it's a different mentality. Yeah. In the same way, you can't say the reason Moyes failed at Man United. His job is different. Moyes' job was just not losing and just making sure he finished about eighth, seventh. And the same way Eddie Howe can go from Bournemouth to Arsenal because it's a different job. He is doing an okay job for an okay player. He's not doing the best, you know. In like, like Harry Kane's difference between Apple, us mm. and Apple well, we need all our players to be the difference between the next player because Real Madrid have gone. Like, yeah. the, the players that he'll, his opposite number will be Isco, will be whoever, if we were playing Barcelona, it would be Rakitic, you know, it would be Modric. You know, and yeah. so he is having a good game, but he's not of the quality we expect. And so, yeah, it's nice he's getting back. To be being blunt, I love the boy, Ben Davis. Ben Davis is having a great. We'll talk about Ben. We'll talk about Ben Davis in a minute, actually, because I've right. got a question come in about him. But what? What? I, just one thing on Sissoko for me is where we struggled. Where we struggled since we've been playing Europe, even the Europa League, is the game after the Champions League. We always tend to drop points because fatigue and all of that. And having him doing what he's doing at the minute. And I, I agree with what you're saying, he's not a top quality player, but he can do it against a Huddersfield, against an Everton. And they're the games when you look back after Europa League and Champions League where we've got a draw. And if you've yeah. got him doing what he's doing and you can play him and it gets you a win, I think he's going to be, if he can do this for the rest of the season, I'll be really happy because he's, he'll actually be contributing as a squad player. Whereas yeah. last year, yeah. he didn't contribute anything yeah, yeah. really I'm grateful to say I'd much rather than Winks and Onoma because suddenly that look or even like Winks and Mason because that looks weak Yeah, I just this this rhetoric that he's suddenly a great player no, is no. not true it's just that you know he's not going to get bullied that's something I like in a game where you know if it's a physical and an aggressive game he's actually what you want in oh, there Noble I loved that I loved him standing up to Noble like, the closest, there was a picture of that and it says the closest thing Noble will get to an international cap <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I you something. Um, no, as you say, fair play to him. He's not like, like yeah. not as as he said, not the greatest player. But fair play to him. He's had like a shit ton of criticism from absolutely everyone. But he's got he's kept his head down and he's sort of just starting to find a bit of form. He's yeah. and and that shows actually a lot about him as a person and how he is as a footballer. Where he could yeah. easily just let his head down, like you know, he's he not. He could have forced to move. Yeah. But you know, fair play to him. He's out there. He's you know he's got a couple of assists this season. He's got a goal, and for someone who's not necessarily first choice, what like what more realistically can you ask from him? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair point. And I think the other thing is, we've had a lot of injuries, but he must be doing something right on the training pitch because you know if Pochettino's not happy with what he's doing in training, you don't get anyone in the squad. It doesn't matter who you are. He'll play a seventeen-year-old if they're doing what he wants you to do on the training pitch they're ahead of you so he must have been doing something in pre-season and when the Prem started that Poch has gone you know what I like that he's working hard he's, he's actually but doing what I asked him to say the only reason he stayed is because he couldn't find anyone to sell him to then no one wanted him but the fact the fact is he's played he's scoring he's mm. assisting he's doing well like good I like and he's getting better that's the thing yeah. I, what, what, I'm not having to go at him because he's getting better I'm having to go at people saying he's now brilliant he's not but he's getting better and I'll there was a time when Danny Rose deleted his Twitter account because people bullied him yeah. and now look at him it, it, Gareth Bale you know it, it was some really good, there was some really good analysis actually that Bizarrely, was on match of the day, which is unlike them. Yeah. And they were talking about Sissoko and just about what he brings that is something a little bit different when he plays centrally. When Dyer picks the ball up, Sissoko's gone. Gone, yeah. He literally he runs beyond Kane sometimes, and yeah, yeah. that's not something that Dembele, Winks, or Wanyama do. And it's not always the right tactic. You, you, sometimes in the game, you just want the other centre midfielders to just stay in there and don't give anything away. But it's just another option, and that's something that tactically, that's all Pochettino. Yeah, yeah. That's what that is. That's so. Uh, look, he's been he's been playing well. Hopefully, yeah, he, if if he maintains this level, he's a good squad player this oh, season. And the people who are tweeting him, having a go at him, don't like if leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kane scored some. He scored unbelievable goals this season. The ones against Huddersfield. So the first one where he's clean through, never gonna miss it. Slides in. The, the second goal where he receives the ball an awkward height from throwing, drops the shoulder, leaves two defenders, and then bends it in from 20, 25 that yards. Bayless. Bayless. Like, 
I mean, I don't really know what more you can say about him. We, we, we talk about him every week, but he's scored 21 goals in his last 10 away games for club and country. That's ridiculous. It's <laughs> more than two a game. Well, the, the, fo- the Football Rambles say a good return to go into the, what used to be the Dean Window. I don't know if they still do it, I've stopped listening. The Dean Window's Hall of Fame was for a striker with goal every other game. This is ridiculous. He's scored Messi. He's scored more than Messi ever has in a single calendar month. More than Messi has. More than. Ronaldo. I know it's, it's insane. And there's still question marks about. Him. There's either question marks from the media about him, or it's he's got a lead. Do you know what I think? <coughs> I think the question marks are because he's not as marketable as Ronaldo. He's not as good looking. He doesn't speak as well. He's just a kid from Chigwell. He still goes down. Dan Sheesh, Dan Sheesh, yeah. with Ericsson who looks like. Have you seen that picture with? Uh, he's got him, this Ericsson. T-shirt's massive for him. He <laughs> looks like he's borrowed Eric. He looks like an exchange. Christian Eriksen, um, but he's he's not like he's not going to be advertising pants and 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 smells and things. But I don't think he cares about all of that either because he doesn't care because yeah. he's just a brilliant footballer, and I love that about him. I always get questioned, oh, do you not worry about Kane? He's going to go, and you know what? He's the only superstar that we've had for ages that I. I genuinely am not. I'm not scared about him leaving because I don't think he will anytime soon. There might come a point in four years if we haven't won anything, and he's still smashing in. 40 odd goals a season where we might but at the minute the one is Pochettino if Pochettino leaves that, that's where and Matt, like, if Pochettino it, went to like a United or something like that then you'd panic wouldn't wouldn't you go? it's like when we had Tim Sherwood and like he's trying to tell tactics to Lloris and he's trying to tell tactics to all these players you go what are you doing in that room with those people why are you there just, just like leave Abbas and us well, you know, yeah. <laughs> how can we be in the same room as he's white above us um, if you could pick between Harry Kane in his prime at the moment or Gareth Bale when he was in his prime at Spurs, who would you rather Great have? Question. That's really hard because Bale would that season Bale would own and change a whole game. Kane, I would argue Kane does that now though. I've seen Kane now score goals where he picks the ball you know up what? in midfield, turns and just bang twenty-five yards. That. Because Bale, that's what Bale used to do. Like the last couple of games where we won one 0 where he just took the ball. Sunderland, his last game for us, effectively. I was there. He, he just curled it he in, in the top it, corner. Yeah. Ridiculous. Eight ninth minute. Yeah, but like, he'd done it the week before against Southampton as well, wasn't he? Like, but Kane, that first goal against uh, Dortmund, our second, his first goal against Dortmund is my favourite Kane goal ever so far. Unbelievable, and that's what Bale used to do. He just does it in his own. I'll keep Kane because Bale would often get injured. He knew he wanted to go. It, it, it became arrogant. He started playing on the right so he could cut in on his left. He was always marked out the game where he had a one. He was not a one-trick pony. You know, I've always had to moan about his first touch and stuff. He was he was limited, but the things he was good at, he was really good at. Was Kane is untouchable sometimes. I think Kane's smarter than Bale. That's that's what I'm saying. He's a footballer. Bale's not a footballer. When Bale loses his body and turns into Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart had class him as a footballer. Bale won't have that. Like, you know when we played United at the end of last the last game and they tried to man Mark Eriksson and yeah, Eriksson yeah. was like, cool, I'm going to go and play. Is that Bay? Bay? I can't remember. It was one of the youngsters. Yeah, yeah. And he said, I'm going to go and play as a left winger. Come, <laughs> and, man, come and man mark me here. Yeah. And obviously you can't do that. That's the intelligence that I think Kane's got as well. Like he knows when a team are trying to shut him out, yeah. and sometimes he'll be like, "I'm not going to get any joy against this today. I'm going to sacrifice myself and make runs into areas so that Delhi and Ericsson yeah. can get in pockets." Whereas that, I think, was the only thing at the time with Bale at Spurs. If he was shut out of a game in the first half an hour, he was shut out the whole That's game. That's what I'm saying, and it's easy to show. Like I watch him a lot for Wales now, and he leaves unfortunately a lot of space for Ramsey, Joe Allen, and uh, Al Robson Carney. <laughs> Right, and Sam Vokes, who are okay. Good in the air, Sam Vokes. Good in the air. I, he's one of the few men that made me cry with tears of joy um, when he scored against Belgium for the 3-1. But what do you think, Kane or Bale? Tough. Um, so tough. I'm going to abscond from uh, voting there. That's a big word for you. What does that mean? What, voting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about, well, you mentioned Ben Davis earlier. Um, and I had some stuff on Twitter from Giles Edwards. Uh, he said Davis has improved, but he still thinks Liverpool's attack would tear him a new one as per Anfield last year. Yes. Granted, our shape would absorb them better with a current back three, but I still think the gulf between him and Rose is too great and it worries me. It's not too great, it's just the. Great question, by the way. Yeah, great point. question, really good point. He is, uh, Davis is 80, 85% and would improve any team outside the top three. Potch said that, didn't he think he's the best fullback in the league at the moment? He probably is, but. 
again, like where one mistake will cost you the game. Like you look at Chelsea City, where De Bruyne just had a little, little bit too much space and smashed that it. Was in. What a finish! Like, what a finish! It's it's that one error, you know. Um, I love the boy. Like he, he's amazing. We were just talking about how he went away to Denmark, one of the north Denmark, Denmark, with his dad, and when he was eight years old and learned to play indoors. It's really cold up there. And it was far more technical, and you can see that. And he's a bright player, and he's he's a young man. He'll, he'll get better. You very rarely see him give the ball away. Yeah. Like even in tight areas, he's comfortable touch, play, pass, and move. S- such a simple footballer. But when when That's football's it. done like that, it's so difficult to stop. When a player yeah. controls it, passes it, runs into space, it's so annoying to play against. He's, he's I mean, scoring that goal was yeah. <clears throat> what a finish, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my main concern is just a pace issue. Um. Where obviously with Danny Rose, you've got that insurance that if someone like Amane, whoever, gets in behind, Danny Rose can match him. Yeah. But if if someone like Amane gets in behind Davis, might as well. Yeah, I know what he's saying. He's, he's just knowing he was quick, is he? He's not no. as quick, and that's like obviously. He's not slow. He's like not that. slow, but. He's not Choluca. <laughs> but like yeah. he's, uh, he, but he makes up for that with smarts, you know. That run he made for the goal, having that. All yeah, it, what a goal! What a goal! The, f- the thing is, just on that on that Liverpool thing, I feel sorry for him because that always gets brought up. And it's like Ben's yeah, but all about the game against Liverpool. That could have been Danny Rose last year against Liverpool. Yeah. It would not have mattered. Yeah, when you've got when your winger in front of you says, "I'm not going to track back for the first half an hour of a game." Yeah. It does not matter. Yeah, Literally, yeah. it could be me and you ASD against a professional right back. And we'd get past him every time. It's a two v one. I, like, I felt that's the, one of the most sorriest I've felt for a footballer watching that game because he looked dreadful. But there was nothing. There was literally the, nothing he could have done. That's right. It reminds me of Vimmer against Chelsea when we lost two one. Yeah. It just he, it's just it's just impossible. Like you say, it's yeah. just impossible. If you've got a two v one and that two v one is absolutely rapid and they're just going to gamble every time. Mm. But I don't, I don't know what you can do against that. If that that for me that game against Liverpool last year was more. Where the hell was Sun? Why was he not tracking Absolutely. back? And I love Sun, so I'm, I'm just, yeah, yeah. but just in that game, in so that then, first half an hour. So then, looking ahead to big month, we got Man United, Real Madrid, Liverpool, West Ham. I'm West Ham. But I'm I'm going further ahead. So I'm I'm going now. Twenty twenty. I'm going twenty seven. Barnsley at home in the league. I'm what going, do you reckon? I'm going. They've been they've been back to back promotion. Like they're smashing it. 2020 now. Um, well, Kane's still going, so uh, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Anfield at home, Anfield away, sorry, this season, do you still, like, you've got a toss-up between Davis and Rose. They're both fit. Do you go with Davis? Do you go with Rose? At the minute, Rose doesn't start for me, at the minute. But it's the point you're making is it's not really down to the individual, it's down to the yeah. way the position is played. I just think you play someone in front of him or drop back. I would not play Deli Ali in front of him. I'd say I would give Sun the instruction just just drop back, you know, or the back three just who's it whoever's the left centre mid just yeah. centre back just 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 help him out. Yeah, that, I, I, I think that that was all that was. Just need a little yeah. bit more game management last year. It's not year. disrespecting your point because the point is Rose is quicker, but I think Davis is a fantastic defender who is smart enough to do like to counter um, the, the pace issue. And I think Davis and Rose are a little bit different in the terms of that Rose, his first thought in a game is, I'm going forward, yeah, I'm yeah. getting an assist, I'm scoring, I'm doing whatever. Whereas I think Davis is naturally, I can have my position, defend and then build on it. So with that logic, you'd think in the games against tougher opponents, Davis might even be better suited because he's going to be a little bit more reserved. We've got the beauty of having four fullbacks that are absolute class and you'd argue would get in any team. Oriane. And trip. I was thinking, how old Peters? He's okay. Yeah. Well, he's the fifth choice. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a great, like, that's yeah, a great option as well. Like, we've got as good as fullbacks as anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a month coming up. Massive month coming. It's the international break as well, isn't it? At the weekend now, which is a bit of a shame because when you have a couple of really good results, you just want to keep playing and playing and playing. But it's a chance for the Spurs boys to play for England. Hopefully, win at Wembley yeah. Thursday night, which will do nothing but help again so Kane can keep scoring potential strike on yeah, yeah, just play yeah exactly and just getting used to it a little bit more um, yeah. but like I said it is a massive month coming up but where do you think we'll finish now third third four what's your top four 
as it is now, like Jay said, as it is now. City, mm. United, us. Who's fourth? Liverpool, Chelsea. Chelsea, innit? Yeah, I think I think I think I think that top four is looking much stronger at the moment than I don't think Arsenal Liverpool anywhere near it at the minute. No way. They can't defend either of them. Arsenal are just so weak mentally, it's unbelievable. And Liverpool can't defend for oh, I watched the game missed against Newcastle. They're awful. Like Coutinho is an amazing player. They can't defend. And they they scored that amazing goal at like Coutinho, which was yeah. class. But that's when you win the game one nil. You've scored your worldy goal. There's not really much happening. You just win one nil, yeah, yeah. and that's what they can't do. And yeah, yeah. that that's the problem. They should be beating their Newcastle team, starting with Sturridge, Coutinho, and uh, Mane. Like they should be beating. Them. And they, they definitely, can't. definitely. And I think that's what sets aside. And this is why I always think that Chelsea will be right up there every season because they can win one nil. And there aren't many teams that can do that. Chelsea, great. But if one of our the British teams were going to win the Champions League with Chelsea, right? Conte's got like, so like last time. Do you remember? And they just literally left men behind the ball. And so I saw the game against Atletico. Yeah. And they were outstanding. They were really good. And they were so good. Atletico are quality. Like if Atletico in the Premier League, they would be challenging anyone to win the title. Uh, yeah. It yeah. wasn't as if they were playing a, a mid-rate, not that Seville were mid-rate, but you know what I mean, a team yeah. of that calibre that are not quite at the top. And you're right, they battered them. They battered them. But whatever happens, international break hopefully England win as well. Who else oh, playing? Uh, we have... Uh, Ireland, no? Uh, yeah, Ireland, there's no one, but I can't remember. I just wanted to say, my, um, I invited my missus to go to the gym, right? Uh, I invited oh, her to go no. to the gym, but I didn't show up. Uh, I'm just hoping that she gets the message that we're not working out. Where's where's Junior? So bad. Where's Junior Salanga? Junior Salanga. That's funny you've mentioned because he's just texted ASD now. Junior Salanga. We haven't heard from him. Where's he been? He came on for what's his face the other day, didn't he? For Newcastle. He's played for Newcastle, didn't he? He says, "Uh oh, (laughs) I've been watching the Teletubbies." It's not racist. <laughs> Do I need to pause? <laughs> no, that's all I had. I was thinking about this in the kitchen yesterday. Um, if you had to put four of our players to make a children's TV programme, who would it be? Deli Ali. Deli Ali, Eric yeah. Dyer. Yeah. Son. Human son, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I bring back Kevin Vimmer? Because they were mate, they're mates, aren't they? That would be hilarious, yeah. Vimmer would be a clown, like a sad clown. <laughs> he's got a fat face, isn't he? Yeah, he's one of those players who just always look fat. Yeah, but he's not. He's as trim as anything. But anyway, whatever happens, however you look, however much you weigh, future's bright, <laughs> future Lily White, come on, you Spurs. His knees have gone all trembly and a Tim requires assembly. Danny Montower, local boy Ledley King, Greavesy scoring everything. Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle, Lee Young Kyo. Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Ramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute, Gary Mabbitt in Chilin, Sergi Rebel for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Lineker playing fair. Modric here, there, everywhere. Pat Jennings, luscious hair. Super Vertonghen. Avliyachenko, number nine. Nine from the halfway line. Villas running 81. Under Twin Towers. Harry Redknapp steals a wheel The legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Born at Stephen Dalmatty I'm playing at White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's long green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hutton wheel knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and straw Hartsey saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup 
Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg Waterberg doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head but we don't care Martin Martin yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel acts Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovich Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardliston's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold a and we dropped some aura Spurs make my dark days bright but it makes me sad, the Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane, in the box Edgar Davids, dreadlocks, Palacios Stripey socks, Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare forget Who dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. Lily White from White Hart Lane. Kazuyuki the Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. Liam Walker's page three girl. Gus Poirier, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in Cochinola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Fox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's Kung Fu kick Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Ship is bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White's from White Hart Lane If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson, 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's best to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story Will echo with glory